request that the new entrants learn as much as they can about what it means to be a good and responsible space actor. Hey, Space Watchers. That is Walt Everett of Iridium, my guest in the Space Cafe Radio on tour in Lausanne, your channel about trends, great people and awesome conferences. I'm Thorsten, publisher of Spacewatch.global. Beginning of May, I had the chance to attend the LEO Kinetic Space Safety Workshop at the EPFL, supported by AXA XL, LEO Labs, ClearSpace, Secure World Foundation and the EPFL eSpace Center. It was a great pleasure interviewing Walt. Enjoy our conversation. Well, my name is Walt Everts. I am the Vice President of Satellite Operations and Ground Development at Iridium. I've been working now for 25 years, a little over that, working on the Iridium subsystem. It's an exciting time to be in satellite-based communication. Very much enjoy what we do and the services that we provide to our consumer community. We are here in Lausanne at the Kinetic Space Safety Workshop. What brings you over? What is your interest in that domain? Space sustainability is very important for all of us. I think part of what we've discussed during this workshop was how space provides an avenue for so much of our business, so much of our future. And with Iridium, we've been involved in this for now 25 years. The incident that occurred in 2009 was kind of a wake-up call for industry to think in terms of space sustainability. We wanted to come over here, work with some of our colleagues, meet some of our colleagues to discuss not only the things that have occurred in the past, but more the future of what we can do to make safe space for everyone. How did satellite development, as you said, you do it for 25 years, you were one of the first LEO constellation. What did change in terms of the satellite development on the space debris side from the debris mitigation side? Well, I have been in, in this business for 25 years, and yes, we were the first LEO constellation. Space debris wasn't necessarily a concern when we first launched Iridium. It was something that we considered. We didn't have actionable data from any sensor, but it was always a concern when we first developed Iridium. Things have changed in the last 25 years. I mean, certainly the proliferation of other constellations, the, the continued use of LEO, our own change from our original constellation to our next constellation and all of our deorbiting that we did. It was kind of put us in a position where what we never thought about or minimally thought about back in the mid-90s is kind of forefront of what we do today. When we're thinking in terms of space sustainability, we're thinking in terms of deorbiting, and we're thinking in terms of how we can improve space situational awareness and automation of information that's actionable now that we can do things with that we couldn't do back in the 90s. How afraid are you about all these other companies coming in, the other constellations? May it be US-based constellation or, or international constellation? In one way or the other, they they interfering with your business. They're coming in, they're going through your orbits, to your planes. Very little. We are not that concerned. In fact, we find ourselves very complimentary to some of those new constellations. 
We have relationships with those new constellations. For the most part, and I think I can safely say this, they they seem very responsible. They seem like they understand space safety and space sustainability. We've had three out of the top five constellation here at this uh, workshop. So I kind of do see it as not competitive, and they're doing all of the right things in trying to understand what they need to be, what they need to do in order to be safe space actors. Mm -hmm. The concern I have is more in the ones that aren't here. You know, the different nation states that are out there building new LEO constellations that I'm not sure are, are still respecting the same level of space sustainability as some of the ones that are here. What are your concerns when it comes to space debris at large today? So independent from your constellation, of course, it has an impact. But when we see the space ecosystem, mm. what are the The threats. The first one is rocks in space, what we call uh, dead satellites on orbit. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to launch, make sure that vehicle is functioning and capable of supporting the mission. What scares me is when you launch and something fails on orbit and there's nothing you can do about it. That's the first. The second is maintain the close cooperation with your neighbors. All that transparency that we've been discussing in, in making sure that what your neighbors are doing your other owner operators are doing either coming through our orbit or staying within their orbital shell. So it's that communication. And then lastly, it's the deorbit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the taking of your product at end of life and disposing of it appropriately so that it isn't a problem for generations to come. From an Iridium point of view, those are really the things that concern me the most. It's launching and functioning. It's making sure that you're transparent with your neighbors and sharing as much information as possible and deorbiting your product as soon as it's end of life. What I learned here in the conference was that communication and transparency seems to be two very hot topics when it comes to good behavior. Yeah. So what is the leadership, the stewardship that Iridium provides in this market. Are you giving transparent your data to everyone who wants to have it with a need for that, of course? Absolutely. If we are approached for any information and there is a viable need to know, we provide that information. We provide information to U.S. government agencies, to independent consolidators, to individuals or to companies that are looking to improve their sensor awareness We do experiments with other companies just to make sure that they're doing the right thing because we have a very stable platform, a very stable amount of information. So, yes, we share as much as we can. We probably rotate, over-rotate in, in providing that. That's not the only part of the communication that's, that's kind of a concern. It's the being able to talk to people, other owner-operators, and if we see an issue, we can reach out to somebody and, and, and directly say, what are you doing? How are you doing it? Are you going to maneuver? Should you maneuver? Are you coming through our orbital shell? It's that kind of communication that also is something that we, we're, we're an advocate of. Quite honestly, I think it's one of the simplest things to do. You know, all you need is a database of everybody's name and number and what their satellite looks like and feels like and touches like, and it'll help every owner operator. It's just, it just makes good sense. When you talk about your shell, your planes, your operating, 
what are the dimensions? You're operating on 385 kilometers. So is it plus minus a kilometer, 10 kilometers? So how thick is this shell? We operate within two or three kilometers of where our orbital shell is or where we're authorized to be. There needs to be a little bit of pad. What we've always said is a plus or minus five, so a 10-kilometer band, more or less, where we can fly in and feel safe. What can we expect from Iridium as a next step in the space situational awareness area, in the space debris mitigation area? You said you deorbit your satellite properly, potentially not within 25 years, as, as agreed by the long-term sustainability guidelines, potentially faster. So what is next? We just deployed our new constellation. We just got done three years ago. Uh, so we're in, in a bit of a CapEx holiday, so to speak. We're starting to think about our next generation, trying to understand what that might look like. When we built Iridium Next, there was nothing more important than being backwards compatible mm -hmm. and also being responsible in deorbiting the block one. As we start looking forward, though, I think what we really want to be able to do is even take it the next step. I think there's differences in design that can be made. We can be more resilient, more robust, certainly. We may be a completely different physical structure than what we are today. That's unknown at this point in time. We really don't know where we're going to head from a technology perspective. Mm -hmm. I think more importantly, though, I think we're going to be strong advocates, vocal advocates of space sustainability. You know, our CEO, Matt Desch has just been very, very supportive of what we do from an operations perspective. I, I suspect, I know he will be the, the exact same advocate throughout his tenure. And so we want to continue to promote space sustainability. We want to continue to push that envelope as far as we can in order to make our business safe and the satellite safe and without overemphasizing the world safe because without that safe space environment, you won't have banking and you won't have GPS and you won't have all of the things that we've become so familiar with. So I think it's in our best interest, not only as a culture and a company, just to push that envelope as far as we can, uh, getting ready for the next generation. What is the kind of service you provide with your satellites? So we're a personal communication platform. Most of our service is, it's personal. It's um, handheld phones, machine to machine or short burst data. And we also have a maritime broadband. So we're looking at aeronautical markets. We're looking at maritime markets. We're looking at land mobile markets. One of our fastest growing businesses right now is the Internet of Things. Those very, very small bits and bytes of data that provide access worldwide. That's one of the differentiators for Iridium is that we're a worldwide polar covering communication platform. People are always looking for new ways to use that as they find new ways to use this and we continue to just provide that data. You are there where others wants to be, obviously, with the services you, you offer. What is your message to the new companies, the new constellation that want to enter the market, not necessarily your market, but more in general, how to behave in this environment? I would request that the new entrants learn as much as they can about what it means to be a good and responsible space actor. Develop appropriate tools, learn from 
workshops like this or from reaching out to other owner operators. Make sure that you have a disposal plan in place and executable. Continue to be transparent with what you are doing, how you are doing it. I'd like to see the new entrants emulate some of the things that the owner-operators that have been here have been discussing. I'd like to see much more participation from some of those new owner-operators in workshops like this. I think it's a fantastic avenue to start thinking in terms of knowing your neighbors and opening up SSA sharing agreements with the 18th and doing all of the things that we've been doing to make ourselves much, much, much more safe. Do you think that we as humanity will be able to manage space debris at large? We have to. Humanity has to. So absolutely. I believe that we are being as responsible as we can. I think we're turning the tide in a positive direction. I think getting the other players is part of what we need to do internationally as well. I think we're poised in the right direction. I think we're moving in the right direction. Even with the, you know, continued proliferation of new entrants and mega constellations, we're also starting to be much more responsible and thinking in terms of other ways that we can mitigate our risks. So yes, there's more, there's more satellites and more entrants, but at the same time, we're moving towards a more responsible behavior. So I think it kind of balances out. And we have to stay that way. I'm hoping that the pendulum swings even more towards even more responsible behavior. That's what I hope happens. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Space Cafe Radio on tour in Lausanne at the LEO Kinetic Space Safety Workshop at EPFL in cooperation with AXAXL, LEO Labs, ClearSpace, Secure World Foundation and the EPFL eSpace Center. If you want to stay on the pulse of space, visit our website, our mothership at spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. But of course, don't forget to become a Space Watcher. I'm Thorsten Kreening, CEO and publisher of spacewatch.global, your independent perspective of space.